Hello and welcome to the first ever podcast of Conversations at the Well. I'm your host, The Witness, and I am excited to bring to you those things that expose moments of human vulnerability as we also expose what strengthens the human spirit. Okay, so in this first episode, we are going to talk about the well. Why on earth would a podcast be named Conversations at the Well? Okay, now a well represents life, it represents a replenishment, it represents strength, it represents um, in cartoons, if you've ever watched cartoons, I don't know how old you are or if you ever watched your kids' cartoons, wells have always represented, uh, they were magical they've always been whimsical and you could get a wish you know things like that but in this context we are talking of um, life-giving replenishment refreshment the well always represents from culture to culture it always represents a new beginning it always represents life so if you have listened to the trailer of this podcast the trailer is all about Haga's uh, experience it, as she is running away from her her master, who is Sarah, Abraham's wife. So we see Haga running away for her dear life. She's running. She's had enough. She's just out of other plans of what she can do with her life but she decided that's it i'm out of here i'm just going to run with my life i cannot do this anymore now the thing that i love the most about this story that we can find in genesis 16 verse 1 when we look at haga we see um she's a handmaid of sarah She's not even an Israelite, she's Egyptian. So I think you can see the position which she was in. She's not in her own country. She's in a foreign land where everything is new. Uh, The culture is new, the religion in that place is new. Not only is she um, a a handmaid, which you can also call a slave in those times, you could actually call someone a slave. So she's a slave that makes her vulnerable. She's um, a foreigner in any foreign land that makes it even worse. Uh, Thirdly, she's a woman. Whether we like it or not, um, women have always found themselves in very vulnerable positions whereby sometimes they cannot find fight for themselves and even if they could fight for themselves the people around them are always taking women for granted so at some point when you are a woman you are looked down upon at you are not at such a place of um, a position or a status of position as you should be so that's the third thing she's a woman another thing that makes this whole thing uh more uh, difficult for Haga is that she's pregnant okay so Sarah could not have children so she spoke to Abraham she said I cannot bear children even as God has promised us that we are going to have a child we are going to be uh, you Abraham are going to be the father of all nations through that child but now Abraham and Sarah could not wait so Sarah said okay Abraham take my slave you see how 
bad it was for Hagar. A slave in those days could even be given for sex to the master. So that's how vulnerable she was. But in this case now, we find that um, Sarah was impatient to have a child. So she said, okay, one plus one equals two. This is my own two cents about it. God said we are going to have a child, but I cannot do it. So I'm going to make my own plan. And she said, okay, here's my slave. Take care and she will bear children for me. That was her own thinking. That was uh, not according to God's plan. So anyhow, we find that according to Sarah's planning, she ends up putting Hagar in a different, in a difficult position as it were. Now, Hagar is pregnant, carrying Abraham's child. So that's the thing. She's a foreigner. She's a woman. She's pregnant. She's uh, in a very difficult situation as it were. And they are living in a desert, a dry area where there is no water, there is nothing. But she decides, I do not care what is out there. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to take out myself away from this situation that I'm in. A very, very difficult situation, if you can think about it. Um, if you are a parent or if like your mother or your wife has ever been pregnant, I'm sure you understand the difficulties of pregnancy. It's not an easy thing. Now we've got someone who is pregnant in a foreign land. She's pregnant, but she decides, I am just going to go. I don't care if it's a desert out there. I don't care if I'm pregnant. I am just going to go. Right. So this is a very vulnerable position. And she knows other gods. She grew up in Egypt. But here she is at a well. She's crying. She's praying. Her spirit is crying out. You know, the way God created us, we we cry out to our creator. We might not know who or what that creator is, but the spirit of God in us cries out to our creator. The spirit of God in us can identify that creator. You know, we might have been told other things by our culture by our religion we grew up in different uh, cultures i'm african other people are muslim we grow up in different things where we find uh, other as we are born we find the people that existed before us are already worshiping other things you know so haga grew up in egypt they were worshiping their gods but at this point as vulnerable as she was she found herself her spirit rather not just her voice or anything um anything just human about it but the spirit part of her was crying out her spirit the same spirit that her creator put in her was crying out to god and in that moment of crying out to god god heard her he didn't care that she was not an israelite he didn't care that this person is Egyptian. He did not care about the culture. God did not care that she's a woman. You know, where human beings would have said, no, this is a woman. We don't want to deal with it. Or this is a foreigner. We don't want to deal with it. But God did not care about all those things. He just saw a human spirit, a spirit that he created. And she was crying out to God an angel came from God a messenger that was sent to God 
in verse um, Genesis 16 verse 7 says and the angel of the Lord found her by the fountain of water in the wilderness by the fountain on the way to shore okay verse 7 said and the angel said to Hagar Sarah's maid whence comest thou and whither wilt thou go and she said I flee from the face of my mistress Sarai and the angel of the Lord said unto her return to thy mistress and submit thyself under her hands 16 verse 10 it says and the angel of the Lord said unto her I will multiply thy seed exceedingly that it shall not be numbered for a multitude now this is where it gets interesting because we know the promise of the multitude uh, you know the great multitude of Abraham's seed was given to Sarah and Abraham but here we find a slave who was given by Sarah in place of, of, of Sarah so God did not care about all those things to say the promise was made only to Abraham and Sarah so this is just a slave I'm not going to bless it and the reason why Hagar had been running away from Sarah is that Sarah felt that now that Hagar is pregnant she's not respecting me she's making fun of me because I have still not been able to carry a child for my husband and now Hagar is making fun of me so Sarah felt very justified to say Hagar must go she's my slave she's not respecting me she's making fun of my situation so she must go but here we find God coming to say, this is the situation that Sarah sees. Sarah feels justified. Sarah does not see anyone in Hagar. He does not respect that she is carrying a child. You know, she, she's just a slave who is pregnant because I put her in that position as her master. So I can also put her out of that position if she will not obey me. But God does not see it that way. God, through the message of the angel, said, I will multiply that thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for a multitude. So the promises were to Sarah and Abraham, but just because God is merciful, just because God can see us in our vulnerable position, he comes here to Hagar and says, your seed shall not be numbered. The promise was for Sarah, your master, but it's now coming to you just because he is God, just because he sees beyond our mistakes. You see, Sarah made a mistake. Sarah and Abraham were not patient enough. And Sarah, when Sarah went to Abraham to say, you see, Hagar is now making fun of me. Do you know what Abraham said? Abraham said to Sarah, do with Hagar what you want to do because she's your maid. Instead of speaking on behalf of Hagar, Abraham did not want to do anything about the situation. He did not want anything to do with it. So he told Sarah, do whatever you see fit, whatever you want to do with her, do according to your will, according to your desire. So Hagar had no one on her side, even though she was wrong for taunting Sarah because of her situation, but she had no one on her side. But here we still find God is on Hagar's side. God is still saying, I will multiply your seed. Now Hagar, a foreign woman, a woman in a very difficult and hard position, is receiving the promise that was meant for Sarah. But because Sarah and Abraham could not wait for the promise, Sarah and Abraham could not 
believe enough to say God said he will give us a seed so you wait on the promises of God they could not wait until they put Hagar in a very difficult position but God still remained God and God is very compassionate God is very merciful when we are at our lowest moments when we don't know what to do when we are saying I am tired of the situation I want to get out that's when God comes in and he starts to bless us that's when God comes in and he starts to speak to our situation that moment when we are vulnerable that's the moment when we are having our conversation at the well when we are saying god i am tired of this i cannot do this anymore i need your help when you, when you are crying out from your spirit you might not even know there's a god out there you might not even know who you are speaking to but your spirit the same spirit god placed in you cries out to its creator and your creator comes to you and delivers you out of your situation so Genesis 16 verse 10 that's when the story of Hagar starts to change God says I will multiply your seed doesn't matter who you are doesn't matter how you are feeling right now doesn't matter you are thinking you want out of this situation but I'm saying stay where you are and I will bless you where you are So this is the situation that brought out Ishmael and he was just as blessed as the other child that we shall learn of in other podcasts to come. Of course, um, Sarah and uh, Abraham were blessed with a seed later on, but still Hagar was not cut out of that blessing. This is the kind of God we are serving. This is the kind of merciful God we are serving. He does not respect your culture. He does not respect uh, where you are coming from to say, no, I don't know you. You are from this culture, so I'm not going to bless you. As long as your spirit is broken, as long as your spirit is humble and contrite, as David said, a humble and contrite heart, the Lord will not despise the book of psalms so this is the point where we see sarah she's humble she's contrite her spirit is crying out to her creator in genesis 16 verse 13 when she decides she's going to go back she says i have seen the god who sees me you see she was used to these other gods from egypt where she could pray there maybe they were gods made of sand who knows there were gods made of human hands but at this point she was crying out to a god who she could physically not see but he saw her it does not matter maybe you've heard of god you are at a point where you don't even believe in christianity anymore but here's a woman she came from another culture where they made their own gods in egypt but here she says you god you have seen me you have seen me you have heard me so it doesn't matter she could not see her but in her spirit as she cried her spirit was able to create to locate her creator her spirit was like a gps pointing to the true god but you see we've got a problem in these days we do not go inside our spirit and search for the truth we'd rather go on facebook would rather go uh, into our culture would rather go into these main-made knowledge uh, banks the library would rather go on google would rather go 
on the news on tv to search for the truth where else god placed a spirit inside of us which is like a gps which knows the truth that we always try to shut down because we've heard this from the news we've seen that from social media from facebook now we take all those things that are outside of us as the truth instead of going inside of us in our spirit man where god placed his own truth where we can cry out these are the times the bible says a time shall come a time is near where those who shall worship the father shall worship him in spirit and in truth in spirit is when you go deep down inside yourself you shut out all the other things you've heard you shut out all the other things you know from your culture from your upbringing from what your father told you you shut them out and you listen to your spirit in spirit and in truth where you shut out all these things that you've learned maybe you you've learned from school all these things from science facts whatever this is the time where we are seeing people worshiping knowledge worshiping science but we know there is a truth that is inside of us deep down in our spirit that is where the truth is you can search it from your spirit so we are I'm glad we, if you are listening to me over this podcast, we are at that moment in life now where there is a lot happening around us. It's difficult to know what is the truth, you know. It's difficult to know what is real. And because of all the depressing things that are happening around us, people do not know where to go. People are depressed. People are looking for the truth in all sorts of wrong places. But the truth, ladies and gentlemen is in your spirit if you have received jesus christ you will know the truth you will know the way you will know what is a lie you will know when people are playing around with your life the spirit inside of you cries out to its creator and you will know the truth god can move you from a place of being vulnerable if you are desperate if you are depressed if you are suicidal i do not care what type of situation that you find yourself in god is right here at that moment where he says he can take you out of that situation you are at the right moment of desperation god wanted you to get to that moment where you are vulnerable god wanted you to be at that moment where you are down at your knees where you are kneeling and saying god i am tired of this situation this is where he wanted you this is the right place where he wanted you it feels very bad for you and you are like i'm tired i want to take your i want to take my life or i want to run away i want to go somewhere i'm tired of this life let your spirit cry out to the creator let your spirit cry out to god and he will meet you at your point of need i'm so happy you were here listening um to this podcast today um I'm just looking for those people that can say I'm at that place where I'm tired of life. 
I really want to know more about Jesus and what he can do for me. If you are there, you are in that situation. I want us to pray together where you can just give your life to Christ and start on a new page and God will take you at that point of need and he will definitely change your situation around. If you are there, say this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I know I did not believe in you, but I am here at my point of need and I recognize you as my Lord and Savior. I give my life to you and I leave this life of sin behind me. Write my name in the book of life and from now on, help me to live my life for you. I want to serve you. I want to be your child. Lead me, guide me and direct me in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening in on this broadcast. And if you are there, maybe you are, you are already a Christian, but life has just been going in a different direction. I just want to encourage you to go back in the word. I just want to encourage you to rededicate your life. When we pray to God, he hears us. I just want to encourage you that everything, everything you desire is in the word. There is nothing that you cannot find, you know, in the word. The, the Bible says in John 1 verse 1, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and God was the word. So if you are seeking God, perhaps you feel that God is so far away from you. You've been believing for so long, you grew up as a Christian, but now he, it just feels like he's far away. God is closer to you than you are to yourself. I just want to read this verse for you. That can be a starting point for you. I want to encourage you to go back to the Bible, to go back to the Word, read more of the Word. And an example of the verses that you can find that can lift you up and encourage you is Colossians 2 verse 9 to 10. Colossians 2 verse 9 to 10 which says, For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power right here the word complete means you are liberally supplied so there is nothing that you lack as long as you're in christ you are liberally supplied in christ who is not just any christ but he is christ the head of all principality and power so you are in a place of uh, position there is nothing that you lack another verse that you can read that will lift you up it's um, 2 Peter verse 1 to uh, 3. Verse 1, uh, 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3. It says, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory. So the divine power has given us all things that pertain to life. Not just some things, not a few things, but all things is written in 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3 according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue so we are not called um, to depression we are not called to a life uh, 
that is gloomy but we are called to a life of glory and virtue as long as we give ourselves time to know him as long as we give time to search for him how do we know him how do we search him how do we uh, become partakers of the divine power by reading more of the word by spending more time with christ by building a relationship with god in prayer you know you don't just wake up and reach for your phone and search for what's happening the latest that's happening on social media on facebook no you wake up you reach for your bible read a verse or two that will build up your spirit kneel down and just take some time to know god take some time to tell god from your spirit what it is that you desire from him what it is that you want you know tell him how you love him spend time with him hope that you've been blessed by this podcast until next time um this is your host the witness um hope you will join me next time on the next podcast be blessed